0: Are you looking for entertainment for a fundraiser, outreach, youth night, date night, or for a conference? Does your team need a way to improve team camaraderie, confidence, and communication? Well, look at Wellverse Comedy for a show, performance, or a workshop. well Comedy is Chicago's clean comedy team, and we're ready to serve you, your audience, or your organization. We've headlined our own shows at the Second City at Gutty's Comedy Club in Indianapolis and started our own TV show called His Line. And we've raised over $5,000 for charity in just the last two years. We are now booking for your back-to-school bash, fundraiser, and even your holiday parties. Contact us today and let's see how a night of high-energy, clean, original, family-friendly comedy can make your next event memorable for all the right reasons. Connect with us on social media at WellVersedCMDY, that's at WellVersedCMDY, or online at WellVersedComedy.com, WellVersedComedy.com. For booking information, email us improv at WellVersedComedy.com.
1: Welcome to the Gifts for Glory podcast, where we celebrate and promote men and women using their gifts for God's glory. Know someone who is making an impact for God's kingdom using their gifts, talents, and passions? We'd love to meet them. Send us an email at podcast at giftsforglory.com. That's podcast at gifts, the number four, glory.com. And now here is our host, Dave Ebert.
0: Hey, good evening, and welcome to the latest edition of the Gifts for Glory podcast. I am your host, Dave Ebert. So glad that you're along with us uh, here this evening. Or if you're watching us on the uh, the replays on the Great Emotion Network or the Taken Television uh, podcast channel. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Really uh, glad that you're here. i got a great show tonight. Uh, really excited to uh, interview two uh, amazing people. Actually, I will have... Three guests on tonight: a uh, gifts for glory, a uh, gifts for glory. First, I uh, will have three people on, and I'll explain that in a little bit. Uh, but a huge shout out to our friend uh, Felicity Joy, our Patreon supporter, who's uh, supported the program uh, for a number of years. We're so grateful for her support. If you would like to uh, help us out, uh, jo- join uh, join the force at Patreon.com/slash Gifts for Glory. And uh, we definitely appreciate all of your support with that. And with that said, let's dive into our Devotions with Dave segment. Uh, We're going to be reading tonight from uh, the book of Matthew, uh, Matthew 18, 6. And the reason I chose this verse is I just served at a uh, PK retreat. Uh, For those who don't know, PK is pastor's kids. And uh, uh, for me, during this weekend, uh, working with the kids uh, and just seeing them being poured into and prayed over and supported, It really spoke to me that that there's a word that came to me, and the word was microscope. Uh, In many ways, uh, PKs are seen, and they're under this microscope, but they're really not seen. They're not seen as kids. Sometimes the emphasis is too much on the word preacher and not enough or nearly enough on the word kid, because they are kids. They're normal. They didn't choose the ministry. They weren't called necessarily. It was their parents, and yet they're under this microscope. And sometimes they get the brunt of somebody, maybe well-meaning, coming up and saying, hey, so you should know better. You're the pastor's daughter. And that actually is very unfair. And that's why I chose this verse uh, today for our devotion with Dave, Matthew 18, 6. But if you cause one of these little ones who trust in me to fall into sin, it will be better for you to have a large millstone tied around your neck and drowned in the depths of the sea. Very harsh and strong rebuke from Christ. And for me, this verse kind of applies to the situation of we should not look at pastor's kids as somehow better or or having more responsibility than any other kid, our own kids, because they're kids. They're still children in their walk, no matter how old they are, and they're still growing and developing, and we need to come alongside them and not lift them up on some pedestal expecting them to surpass every other child because they're kids and we should not come in the way of their relationship with the Lord or with the church because we're expecting them to be somehow superhuman children uh, and I just want to encourage you remember that a PK a preacher's kid is a kid first and uh, be careful that you don't uh, put them under some unfair judgment that could cause them to uh, step into sin. Uh, so that's just a uh, admonition here. Uh, just want to encourage you in that because uh, PKs are awesome kids. Uh, they, uh, they sacrifice as much and sometimes more than even their parents do uh, because of the, the demands of what their parents do. So that is our Devotion with Dave segment. Now I'm going to bring on two of my best friends. i uh, seen them uh, from the dating to engagement, to marriage, to baby number one, and now baby number two on the way. That's why I said we have three guests tonight. Uh, please welcome Jesse, LaDonna, and Elijah Salt. Hey, guys. How are you? Hey. hey. Hi, we're doing all right. Thanks
2: for having us on, dude.
0: Absolutely. Uh, so uh, we've had some technical issues, so apologize to anybody watching or apologize to you guys uh, if my internet is not up to speed. I think because I was gone all weekend, you know, the, the router is just taking a break right now, or maybe because it's a federal holiday and it's like, I don't have to work very hard. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, uh, so you guys are the youth pastors at, uh, Thrive Church, which is our home church uh, for Bobby and myself, as well as obviously you guys, uh, in Lockport, Illinois. Uh, so, uh, tell us about the youth program. Uh, tell us about, uh, uh, what you're planning to do in 2023 with it, as well as some of the successes you have had.
2: <clears throat> well, um, what we've been able to do with Thrive's youth is uh, we, when we kind of took it on, uh, we didn't have a weekly meeting. We didn't have much of a time to devote towards the youth. Um, leadership for it was a bit sporadic and fell ultimately on Pastor Brian at one point, which... As uh, anybody in ministry knows, being the head of one ministry is hard enough. And then being asked to be a pastor, being the head of multiple ministries, that just adds so much to it. So when uh, he asked me to take over and Madonna, uh, eventually when we got married to be the uh, partner for it, um, what we provided was really just somebody who was there just about every week, taking one off every now and then, um, just to rest a little bit. But um <coughs> It brought a bit of stability to the ministry, and uh, since then we've, we've seen some good growth, um, especially in the kids when it comes to participation, hanging out, inviting people out, uh, getting to the events, the <clears throat> momentum, breakaway, those things. Um, it's been awesome to see the growth in these kids, um, and I can't really take much credit for it. Uh, I know all I did was provide a place for them to meet, and LaDonna, of course, finding every single place under the sun that we could possibly find on a Wednesday night, uh, sending all that up, uh, made it so they could invite people and know that we would be there, and it wouldn't just get canceled randomly, <laughs> so mm-hmm. uh, that's really all we did was uh, provide a stable environment for them to come every week and do something, mm-hmm. um, and that just kind of allowed things to grow, and this year, we're, we've set a few lofty goals. Yeah. Um, we're trying, of course, to continue to grow the youth group, but we're trying to go a bit deeper this year, which is our mm-hmm. word for the year. Uh, last year, we lived life on a mission. This year, I want us to go deeper into why we should live life on a mission, mm-hmm. um, go deeper into scripture, better knowledge of it, and how to share that with our friends and family uh, who might be struggling with it and encourage them through it, mm-hmm. um, and deeper into our commitment to furthering God's kingdom. So uh, we've set some goals for raising money, for Speed the Light. We've got a few goals for how many kids we want to go to camp in the summer and how many for Momentum. Um, And last year, we met every number except for the Speed the Light number, and we even exceeded certain numbers when it came to going to uh, Momentum and Breakaway. Um, We had more kids go than ever before to both of those, and it was a bit more than we even planned on originally. (laughs) So... Um, so this year we're hoping to see that trend continue upwards because these these kids have a lot more fun with more kids around. <laughs> yeah.
0: And one thing, uh, or, um, one thing I want to bring up is you talked about the giving for speed the light. Uh, and before we talk about what speed the light is, when you're asking the kids to give, you're not asking them to ask mom and dad for money to give. You're asking them to put skin in the game and pursue that.
2: Yeah. Well, um, <clears throat> Something I started this year off with the last few weeks was letting them know we have a goal as a youth group to raise five thousand dollars as our stretch goal. Four thousand is the goal because last year we raised a little over two grand, which was awesome considering the year before that we may have raised four hundred. Yeah. So, um, but I told them this is from them, so they can come to us and ask for help, but we're not the ones shooting the videos. We're not the ones knocking on doors. We're not the ones going up to people and asking them to give. This is a youth's thing that's supposed to teach them how to raise money for the kingdom and uh, further God's word around the world. Um, and having that heart to serve, yeah. We're, we're looking for that, um, the knowledge that they know how to go out and help in that way. Um, last year we had Two of our kids uh, raise a good portion of the money, and then mm-hmm. towards the end, we had a few extra step up and do some fundraisers towards the end. But it was all up to them to go in and sell the tickets, to go in and get the people to donate. And same thing this year. If we're doing a bake sale, the kids will be baking the cookies. Mm-hmm. Um, if we do a, a marathon, the kids will be knocking doors and raising money and doing the marathon. We might hold the camera, but we're not going to do much of the legwork. Or the um, tamales. Or tamales, yeah. They'll but,
1: do the prep work. <laughs> And I'll yeah. just tell them what to do. Madonna
2: <laughs> will get the food together, and they'll have to do all the prep and cooking and putting it together we'll get team, under under team. her supervision, yeah. of course. So it's still as good as ever. Yeah. But um, just just yeah. making sure the kids know this is their their job. This is their ministry that uh, the AG and our in our state participates in so much, um, and it really does help them focus on it.
0: And another thing too is when they get skin in the game, it means more when they hit their goal or when oh, yeah. they miss it. It's oh, just, yeah. It it, it, may, it gives them ownership of something.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. but There's some pride that comes from knowing that God has used them. Um, mm-hmm. It's a great growing experience and definitely opened their eyes to what they're capable of doing. Uh, yeah. To have two kids raise over $1,400 last year and I mean, I'd say we helped very minimally with that. It was it was all headed up by the two of them to go and do what they wanted to do and raise the money, and they did a great job of it. Yeah. And I just told them, imagine if we had four kids, if we had six kids trying those things to raise money for Speed to Light, the number that I put out there that I think God wants us to target is easy to hit, um, yeah. which is why I also added that stretch goal.
0: <laughs> so. There you go. Because I know so, if they
2: work, God will, God will, um, it, it's almost like if you plant the seeds, God will water the ground, right? Right. We can't make the seeds grow, but we can just be there to work and spread the word and do what we can do, but God will make it flourish if we are serving Him.
0: Yeah. So tell our audience what Speed the Light is and why you're raising uh, money for that organization.
2: You want me to on? You want me to? You can. <laughs> <laughs> well, Speed the Light, um, primarily what I've noticed they do is they they give um, cars, like money for cars, to missionaries around the world and in our local area. Um, they also use some of their finances to help uh, planted churches, like Thrive has benefited from a Speed the Light gift in the past. Um, some might say we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for that early on, mm-hmm. um, but they have a heart to reach uh, the youth and to reach the unreached around the world and to try and make that possible wherever they can. Um, I know we've got some people that are close to our youth that have been blessed recently through Speed the Light, a um, bigger vehicle for a guy who's six six. Uh, instead of getting in a Prius, he now can actually get in without hitting his head on the door. Um, and they can travel around the state and around
0: the. And region you're talking about uh, Billy Willis, uh, Billy and Billy, Katie, are Katie guests Willis. next week.
2: Yeah. yeah. They're, oh, they're on next week. Awesome. Oh yeah, so, you did yeah. Say that. So yeah. they're. Um, they've been blessed by it, but uh, speed of the light is just a great way for the kids to see the real tangible way that their money is helping. Yeah. Um, and I think when they heard things like Billy and Katie Willis yeah. were being helped yeah. by it, that Thrive Church had participated in. Be receiving the gift from them, um,
0: mm-hmm. it
2: really did strike a chord with them that hey, this is something that's yeah. good because it's helped us have Thrive Church and it's helped them reach so many kids, and we love Billy and Katie. So um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, when they see when they see that tangible nature of what their work is actually going for, mm-hmm. um, it just really opens up their hearts a bit more. So I like that. Yeah, to spread like the gospel. Yep. Yeah.
0: So, uh, you also brought up two, uh, events that, uh, happen in the, uh, youth calendar, uh, momentum, which just happened in November and then breakaway, which happens this July. Uh, tell yeah. us a little bit about momentum and, the, and then, uh, the, the camp, uh, breakaway. Would you like to
2: take that? Uh, about momentum
1: and yeah. then camp breakaway. So momentum usually happens in the fall. Um, we try to get as many students as possible, um, and there's a lot of teaching and um, a lot of music, uh, a lot of worship. Um, I, most of the time, the kids love when we break up into groups. Uh, but sometimes when they get overfilled, uh, then it's like, oh, we didn't get to go to this class. And they, you know, mm. or the class that they wanted to go to. So they do look forward to that and they love writing their sermon notes when we're there um i i love seeing the children just uh, fall on their faces for god there
0: yeah
1: um the spirit really moves that momentum and they they come home filled and it's pretty awesome um
2: Uh, it's a great way at the end of the year um it's right before thanksgiving um It's a great way to just, like the name is Momentum, keep the momentum going. Um, We don't get to meet very often with all the other churches and all the other youth groups. And some of these kids, if you go to Breakaway Momentum, you see them at both places. And it's so these kids are from all the way south in our state. Um, They're from north all over, and they come to meet in one place and just worship God together, Um, encourage each other, lift each other up. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. but it's a great way to keep that momentum going into a long winter here in Chicago.
1: Yeah. Uh, What I do love also uh, a change in momentum too, is that um, they used to meet up in Springfield and now we meet at Calvary in Naperville. Right next door pretty much. Well, (laughs) but I love it because it, it helps that church and it helps get everyone together in that, you know, in that space. So, and so, Camp
2: break away. Break away? Uh,
1: Breakaway?
2: Breakaway, uh, being down at Lake Williamson, which you were just at. I hope you had some yep. fun down there. It's a little nicer in the summer. Not winter from what I hear. Um, but uh, it's, a, it's a great week. And I love how our district has done a great job of making it affordable for kids. Um, yeah, I, I've been in youth ministry now longer than I've been in Thrive, of course. Uh, I've been doing youth camps for about seven years now this will be my seventh year of it and the other camps i've gone to they're one of them could be very expensive and cost prohibitive Mm -hmm. um where we would normally be able to get 60 kids to go only 30 could afford it or something like that um and the other one was like okay the lower cost for some reason it was of course a lower quality uh, with Lake Williamson, the AG has been very blessed with this one. It's top-notch with what they put on, what they work for. Um, it's a week of solid get-together, good games, amazing time with uh, friends and people that you get to see once or twice a year, like I said, with momentum and breakaway. Um A lot of games and great message. um, Pre-service prayers. They they understand that there's kids there that don't know the Lord. So they outreach to them and then they understand the kids that are, uh, this is their sixth breakaway and they've already been saved. They've already been baptized. They've got the gifts of the spirit. Mm -hmm. They utilize that too. They're not just targeted to one audience. They do a great job of reaching everybody and encouraging it just about every stage. Um, and I'm looking forward to it again this July. Um, and we're going to do our best to see. It uh, would be nice if we could raise some money for a bus. It would be great to yeah. take a, a busload of children down to Lake Williamson and nice. drop us off down there and not yeah. have to rely on four vehicles like yeah. we did last year to get us down there. Or yeah. um, is it five? Shoot. Mm.
1: Well, this past year, um, I know a lot of the girls and guys really liked doing the separate service where um, it was all girls and all boys. Um, it really impacted them, uh, those services and those late-night services. Um, I got to go while I was pregnant with Joshua, and get, I got to camp there. This past year, because I have little Joshua, I didn't get to like be there, but I did get to bring them, bring the girls, and bring the girls back home. Yeah. Um, and I got to stay there on Lake Williamson for a little bit with a grandma and got to go to one of the worship services and um, really missed it because I love how they they set up everything. You get this. you're They're just all full of life and full of energy and full of joy. And then, then the mourning and weeping that happens, they receive joy after that too. You know, it's just, it's it's pretty awesome. And that's why they have momentum later on because it's, it's just so full of life, you know?
0: <clears throat> yeah. So Jesse, how good are you at nine square?
1: <laughs> um, I used to be
2: a bit better, but uh, so because cool. I'm, I know I, I have a hard time spiking a ball in kids who are sixth graders faces. Uh, if you're a oh. high schooler, I'm going all out, but uh, Yeah. The fact that I'm uh, playing nine square with a kid who's half my size doesn't quite seem as fair unless they start talking. Then, of course, i gotta I got to slam that ball as hard as I can yeah. in their head. Uh, but the ball is, you know, I, it doesn't do damage. <laughs> it might as well be a nerf ball. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, I picked it play? up this weekend. Yeah, I played <laughs> this weekend. Uh, I I didn't know what to expect out of the, the, the PK retreat, so I did not pack athletic shoes. So I just had, I had my walkers on and I was still, but I, I was still able to hang in there. Okay.
2: Yeah. Um, well, if you're tall, you sometimes can get away with just standing there and turning <laughs> around in a circle. But it's uh, it's still very much a game that you'll sweat in if you play it with just enough to fill the nine squares. Right. I got
0: to play a little
1: bit. Yeah. Well, I'm pregnant <laughs> <laughs> Did they have
0: mercy on you knowing that you were with child, or were they? Vicious? I
1: think that's why they were too nice to me, but yeah, <laughs> not me. I target her as soon as I get in there. Yeah, you do.
0: <laughs> All right, well, uh, for those that are listening to the replay, um, if you're interested in what the Illinois district is doing with the momentum breakaway camp and the other programs, uh, check out uh, ILSM online that's illinois student ministries online.com uh i l s m com. and also for those that want to connect with jessie Ladonna and the youth group uh, you can find us on encounterthrive.com or you can find the youth group directly on instagram at yth.thrive so that's at yth.thrive to connect with the youth group uh, on instagram uh and uh you know, we're I I serve um, most most weeks uh, with the youth and, you know, we're always open for more. If you're interested you don't have to be a member Mm -hmm. of Thrive Church, just come on out and, uh, and come have some fun and uh, learn a little bit about Jesus.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: So I want to transition now and hear your stories. Um, I know that uh, both of you have, uh, Mm -hmm. have have some really great testimony and, um, you know, your your marriage kind of is the song God Bless the Broken Road uh, that brought you guys together. And it's just been a joy to watch you guys uh, grow together. Um, so I'm going to stop talking. Uh, I'll let ladies go first. Uh, LaDonna, uh, tell us your, okay. your journey to find Jesus and ultimately to find Jesse. Um,
1: <laughs> so um, I've always had a hunger for God. Um, when I was five years old, I was baptized non-denominational with oil on my head, and I Mm -hmm. didn't understand what was going on. Um, but after that, um, I, I come from a background where there was a lot of, in my family, there was generational curses and, um, Mm -hmm. alcoholism and a lot of darkness, um, And so I always had a hunger for God's order Mm -hmm. in my life. And so, funny thing, my parents let me go to church, uh, a Baptist church in Indiana, uh, that a bus would pick me up and just take me. And I got baptized like five times, dunked in water. Don't know why. I just (laughs) did at 10 years old. (laughs) And then, then I was Lutheran because I wanted to be Catholic so bad, <laughs> and because my parents told me I could be anything but Catholic. <laughs> <And> <laughs> be anything but Catholic. I want to be Catholic. So I became Lutheran. Which is Catholic? Which is Catholic? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And there Just was no problem. And there was a pastor there, and I got to do—I—I um, I did what was like a youth group at the Lutheran church, and um, that was more Holy Spirit filled, right? And uh, so then, um, through all my challenges as a teenager and such, I did um, get married, Catholic, and. Uh, then my, my children were baptized Catholic, and then later on, w- after I became Christian and had a real, real tangible relationship with God in my early 20s, um, I think I was about 24, I think, when I was baptized as an adult and understood mm-hmm. that I was giving to God. Um, uh, and I still had a lot of things to work on and, um, that was at Parkview Christian Church. Uh, and then, uh, raising my children. I was a single mom for 12 years, uh, worked a lot and had a lot of brokenness and uh was healing little by little and a year before i met jesse or not a year before i met him i met him in improv group um we just talked about this because of a wedding we just went to um our friend jeremy uh invited me to one of the improv teams um shows uh Maddie boy fan the flame Mm -hmm. and uh, they said we need some women on the team and I was interested because I loved acting and and such and then uh, we became friends and nothing more than that and then a year later uh, we got in contact and um, we (laughs) we were I don't know. We went to see Spider-Man and that's how things started. Um, But that year, that year before I started dating Jesse, I fasted like no other. And I was closer to God than I've ever been in my whole life. I was like, God is my husband and that is it. You know, that's, you know, and I was praying for those things. I was praying for a husband. I was praying for God to prepare me to be a wife and um, to be open to have children again. <laughs> and obviously I am. <laughs> um, and I, when I met, when, when I noticed that God really brought Jesse into my life, I was like, wow, a man of God. And I'm attracted to them. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it, it started like that, slow and beautiful.
0: <laughs> so I just want to tell the, the folks out there listening that um, when she says she worked hard, she did a lot of work, that's an understatement. At one point, she had about five jobs, I think, yeah. as well as a single, being a single mom. Uh, it, it's kind of cliche and it's a joke, but I it was like... I think she's a quarter, quarter uh, Jamaican. Uh, she just had. <laughs> but
1: a quarter Jamaican! What? <laughs> That's <a very> jobs. <laughs> oh.
2: uh, one thing I love about her testimony is it's a good testimony of come as you are, God will accept you in, and then God will then work on your life if you allow Him to, and. Every time she shares her another piece of her testimony, like, wow, that changed too. Or there's another it's a it's a long testimony that yes. when Dave said share your testimony, I was like, Well, good luck getting this done in under an hour. Um, <laughs> yeah. and I had to tell her to do bullet points. Yeah. Um she has so many instances where God just helped her overcome so many different things in her life. Yeah. Um and it really was that uh, refiner's fire sort of thing. Uh, removing the impurities um
0: yeah that's awesome <laughs> so in that walk was there a time where you felt like you walked away from the lord or do you feel like it was just that it didn't your relationship with the lord didn't grow
1: well um in my early 20s i struggled um, it was kind of like a roller coaster i know that there were times i was Living the word, but at the same time not, Mm. you know, I knew that I wasn't doing things right, but I didn't completely know that I wasn't doing things right. Like, uh, I, there were, there had to be a lot of conviction and grace and refining, um, pruning, um, and Cutting off those chains, cutting off what was not of God, um, and it took a lot of friends like you and Bobby um, to speak up and and love with you know with mercy and um, grace. I, I I appreciate all of the people that God. Brought into my life, um, everyone that was at our wedding had 10 years of my testimony with me. Mm. I, I, it's crazy because I can't believe I knew Cassidy while I was a single mom in an abusive relationship, um, and I knew Jimena while I was going through that. I knew her while she was going through her mourning, mm. and 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 also. Michelle. Uh, Michelle, I knew her a little bit because she was um, at Parkview with the kids dancing. Um, <laughs> she was one of those uh, leaders of doing those uh, cheesy dances um, <laughs> you <do> now, right? <laughs> in kids' church. In kids' church, yeah. <laughs> Which is
0: funny you bring up because we have footage. Let me put. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That'd be funny. That's called the segue. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's just incredible to see all those those people united, and they came to thrive. Yeah, and we came from different churches, like Parkview, Point. Um, I, I, I know some people went to uh, the one that's by Parkview. I forgot what it's called. But, um, but anyway, it's just incredible to see them all there united at Thrive, and I I hope that and pray that you know we'll have many
0: many many more years together <laughs> yeah. all right so jesse what's your story um I know that yours uh is a different road but uh, uh you share as much in uh, as much as you feel the lords leading you yeah.
2: well i know ladonna shares that her her parents weren't adverse to her going to church mm-hmm. um just don't be a catholic is their philosophy uh my parents, however, were much more, every Sunday we're going to church. We're yeah. going as a family, and uh, you're sick, um, get over it, we're going to church. Uh, so I, w- I was raised with the mindset of going to church, going to midweeks, going to small groups, seeing all that. Um, and I I knew God existed, and I always did. Um but I will say, like you asked the question, was there a time when you went away from it and came back, et cetera? And I know I definitely did. Um, part of our combined testimony is a failed marriage before we found each other. Um, uh, hers was, well, she was a little bit younger than I am, but, uh, but there was no less uh, failure. So um, I, I knew when I was marrying this uh, this other woman, it was I knew I wasn't doing what God would have wanted me to do, and I was doing it really more out of uh, more out of spite slash pride and not wanting to admit that I was messing up as badly as I was at that time. Hmm. And a few years later, um, she's cheating on me. I'm angry at her, and I, how, the way I like to look at it is, if you looked at me when I was 16 to when I was 24. Uh, my 24-year-old self was nothing like I was when I was 16. Uh, but if you look at me today versus when I was 16, it's like he's a lot more like he was when he was 16. <laughs> uh, I remember after separating from my ex-wife, um, I remember thinking about all the times that I would go to church. I would be in the church softball league. I'd be playing worship. I'd go to small groups, youth groups, etc. And I just remember there was a lot more joy Mm. there's a lot more happiness in it and so I the first thing I did when I separated was I started going to church every every single Sunday, and about 10 months 11 months after that um, there was a baptism service and I had not been planning at all on being baptized Um, the entire time I was going to church I was also going to uh a Christian counselor to try and help me get back on the right track, get me biblically focused, everything like that. And I had been sprinkled when I was younger and the way I was, I looked at it was like, Oh, I was, I was sprinkled. And if I get to a certain age and, uh, I haven't like fallen away from Christ, uh, that's my baptism. You know, I was like, here's my excuse not to take the plunge. Mm-hmm. And, um, that Sunday I got up early to go play basketball and I ended up not going to play basketball. So I had a perfect duffel bag in my car that had clean clothes in it. I get to the church and I go inside and I'm just sitting there worshiping. And then suddenly the Holy Spirit slapped me on the back of the head. It's like, um, you did walk away. You denied that sprinkling. So in your own words, you're a hypocrite. Mm. So get up there and take the plunge. And um, I don't remember anything about that service except taking that punch. Mm -hmm. Um, Looking back on it, it, uh, I was wrecked. So, But um, I know after taking that moment, I knew there was going to be attacks coming immediately after because as soon as you would get baptized and it's the actual baptism that your heart is fully in on it. I knew the devil was going to come after me and he tried. Mm -hmm. But at that point, after every single attack, the Holy Spirit kept saying, no, you're good. Jesus took care. You're clean. Mm. Can't be dirty again. And, uh. Sorry. <laughs> I'm still wrecked about it. <laughs> but uh, it was um, just that moment of change. And a couple months later, I got plugged in, in the youth group. I started playing on the worship team again. Um, and then I ended my Christian counseling. And the counselor's like, you, uh, at this point, I don't have much else for you. Go um, become a member of a church before I could become a member of my old church they went and merged with another church and then 2020 happened and uh, at that point I've been dating LaDonna for about a year and, or not and eight months or so seven or eight months and then Thrive was like they didn't like being shut down so they started doing these services outdoors and parking lots and Trying to find a place to meet, and I was like, "Well, if there's a church meeting, I'd like to go there." I'm tired of this online stuff. I can wait for you to come to the. End. <laughs> I came <laughs> once before the shutdown. <laughs> right. We joke about it because she she said one time, "I was like, every time you go to your church, I feel like you're cheating on me with another church." <laughs> I was like, well, I, I'm on the worship team. I'm on the. I'm a youth leader. What are you talking about? I'm serving. That was like, like, like only a few weeks. Yeah, <laughs> only was a few weeks where that happened, but. uh for well, that being said, she um she encouraged me and bringing me to Thrive, and since they met and my other church didn't, I ended up coming to Thrive and sticking around. and Also, um, everyone
1: didn't know that you existed, right?
2: Yeah. Everybody was hearing LaDonna apparently talk about me, like, who's this guy? Uh, she seems to like him, but I don't trust him. So, uh, Thrive was like a bunch of, It was almost like coming to a church full of big brothers. Uh, yeah. The skeptical eye was turned on me immediately, but apparently, they uh, I didn't, I was too dumb to notice it, so I just, okay. I just came and was myself, and they seemed to like me. So, according to Alan, uh, at our wedding, is like, Okay, this will work, this yeah, work. this will be fine, <laughs> but um, I yeah, was kind, of, uh, kind of that. I, I look at myself sort of like the prodigal child where. I started off in the presence of God. I walked away from it, and I knew it was much better and came back. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I never want to go back to where I was. Never. Uh, so stick <laughs> around right here. I, like, I like being in God's presence and in, in his grace.
0: It's, and it's really incredible um, to think that the pandemic and the shutdowns and everything led to a lot of people who are very important to thrive now. Company to Thrive.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, it eventually uh, brought you, know, you uh, as a full time member and our uh, our uh, guru for stacking the trailer. Um, <laughs> and, uh, through other circumstances, that's how Bobby and I ended up at Thrive as members and now children's pastors. Um, so it, it's almost like God used in the pandemic to still work His plans out. It's it's interesting how he how He can do that.
1: Those were like my first thoughts when they first started coming to Thrive. I'm like, they're amazing in kids' ministry. <laughs> Those were my first thoughts. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: We became free agents and uh, Thrive made the best offer. <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: uh, Thrive, Thrive was still open, so <laughs> yeah. it, it gave us a good place to go. I, I You're right, um, looking at it and hearing the stories about it. There are three ministries now that have stable people leading them. Because of the pandemic, so you guys, us, and then uh, the Smiths, um, Michelle Smith leading the greeter team, yeah. But I'm sure there's other stuff and that's pastor going on. leading the know.
1: church.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. and uh, Michelle not only leads the greeting team, she's now the administrator for the church, which oh, yeah. Yeah, also nice. further takes the burden off of Pastor Brian. And, and there, yeah. the one thing about pastors is. No matter how much you take off their plate, it still gets refilled. So, the more the you know, the more hands, the, the easier it, it is on the pastor, and the more successful the church and everything can be. So, uh, it's really exciting, and this is the year that Thrive gets our permanent building and home. Oh, I yes. <laughs> uh, I'll that, agree
2: with that statement. Yep, I'm, so I'm declaring
0: that in faith because mm-hmm. Michael Jordan, he's he's the goat. So twenty three is going to be the goat year. Oh,
2: goat year, <laughs> there you go. I don't know how biblical that is, here, but uh, <laughs> because I'm a Chicagoan, I'll allow it.
0: Yeah, there we go. <laughs> there you go. So yeah. now you we followed a journey to come together. How hard, or was there any difficulty in blending the families?
1: Oh, difficulty.
0: I don't because know. uh. Yeah, uh, LaDonna mentioned that she has who t- her two girls and then Jesse had okay. his girl, uh, daughter Chrislyn as well. So you're blending a family and now you're building a family. The literal personification of yours, mine, and ours now, how yeah. hard was that to, to make that work?
2: Well, I know for me it was uh, going from being a, a father of a seven-year-old to having teenagers. Um I kind of was blessed by being in youth ministry before that, so dealing with teenagers is something I, I did. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's, of course, very different when suddenly it's your responsibility when you're home, not just once yeah. or twice a week for an hour. When he
1: is considered the father figure rather than just a youth leader. Yeah. <laughs> Big roles. Big role difference.
2: I, and also, I guess for me, the, the biggest change was there, there's no longer, shall we call it, a day off. Yeah. Uh, with and she'd go up to her mom on the weekends, and I'd have a couple of days where I'm not, you know, uh, I don't have to be a dad for a moment, and I can be Jesse. <laughs> and I
1: had the same as a yeah. single mom. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, it was
2: one of those like uh, there, there was a lot of changes with that, and we're still coming to terms with what all those changes are going to end up being. Um, it's only been two years, although it feels like it's been a little longer. So, um, but I know. Um, I love seeing where the girls are at right now. The growth that they've had, um, all three of them. Uh, I know Kristen's been blessed by it, and I hope Bella and Rosie feel as blessed as I look at them and say they're they're coming along beautifully on that. Yeah. Uh, we still have a long way to go.
1: <laughs> so okay, so there in the beginning there was a lot of bumpiness, right? Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of trying to like pray together, do devotions together, trying to do a lot together. And we still do have our family nights on Monday nights now, and we'll do it sometimes Oops. on Sunday nights if there's no. Sorry. Huh? We did family <laughs> day today. You're okay. Oh okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we did family day today okay. because it was a holiday. It was no Martin school. Luther King Jr.'s day. So, um, so as we've blended and as we mentored and and got got through the hard disciplines and through them maturing and growing as teenagers and then Lynn, um because she does have to travel so far from Wisconsin to us and that does put a, a lot of strain on Sundays for us um, and I mean it's nice to get little breaks here and there and it is nice that we have teenagers to take care of and help take care of Chrysling and babies, you know. Um <laughs> soon to be babies, and they all adore their little brother, and it was prophesied that Joshua would unite our family even more. Mm-hmm. And he did immensely like there's a spark of joy every day when we have like wake up to him, you know. Everyone wants to fight over him in a gentle way, but um <laughs> My turn to hold Joshua. Yeah, so they are growing, and I believe God put us in this place of youth ministry while these girls are the, at this age, you know, and um, and and we've learned a balance. We've learned when to say no, yeah. and mm. because we're both yes, yes, yes. And sometimes we need to say no, no, no. <laughs> You know, and that's when you put your family first, and that's okay. It is okay, you know. I
2: I know we both have sort of a similar mentality where somebody asks us to do something, especially for the church, it's our first instinct is yes. And uh, (laughs) that does lead to a lot of burnout and uh, neglect of other things that need to be taken care of.
0: Um, but yeah, the, uh, the learning
2: to say, you know what, maybe this one's not for us. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's kind of helped us learn that balance side so that we can still make sure the girls know we're there for them as well. and um, Take them out to go to dinner every now and then or just have a dinner around the kitchen table yeah. together and talk.
1: Because um, if your home is not taken care of, yeah. your ministry will fall apart. Yeah. as well.
2: That's in Timothy, I think, so yeah. Titus is one of them.
1: So,
2: um, but yeah, we're um, we're we're learning that uh, that leadership in the church as well as leadership in the home balance. It kind of plays into each other. If, if your home life is balanced, ministry feels a little bit easier. Yeah, mm-hmm. I will admit that. So,
0: but and going to back to the the blended families, um, I remember at your wedding ceremony that you all not only made vows for each other, but you made vows for the three uh, girls. uh, LaDonna to Chrislyn and Jesse to uh, uh, Bella and Rosie. Um, What inspired that and uh, to anybody that is potentially going to blend a family, how important was it to make those vows to the girls because they're getting married into a new family just like you guys are? I think
2: the inspiration came from uh, a Facebook video uh, there, was a, there was a dad marrying, um, or not a dad, it was a guy becoming a dad through marrying uh, this woman and called her up. And he, he basically got down on one knee and said, before we go through with this, I just want to know, is it okay if I marry your mommy and become your dad? Mm-hmm. Uh, now, this girl was like three years old or four years old. Um, and it was just one of those, like, you know, these kids are going to be thrust into a new relationship with us as well. And they need to know that they can tick me off as much as they want to. I'm still going to, I'm still going to let them have a place to sleep, food to eat, clothes on their back, Let's a see. home. Um, <laughs> and yeah, same here. <laughs> We're not going to kick you out as soon as we want to. Yeah. I might joke about it, but you're free to stay until you, um, until you need to go, you know? yeah. um, But it's like uh, they needed to know that this was something stable because I know for her girls going through life with a single mom for 12 years, there wasn't zero relationships. Um, I know Madonna had a few people that um, she was with and dating and guys came, guys went. Some were terrible, some were blonde. They don't even remember all of them. Hmm. Um, Yeah, there was only a few that came around. Yeah, there's a few.
1: I might be yeah. exaggerating
2: a little bit, it's just one of those, like, I'm, I'm here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's more of the I'm here to stay. Um, I'm not a fly-by-night guy. I'm not going to be a fly-by-night for you either. Um, so even after you move out for college or move out to get married or whatnot, you're still free to visit, you know. Um, and I know Chrislyn definitely uh, uh, when you did your stuff for Chris, I know it touched her even though she may not remember everything cause she was only- Five. Yeah, she was only five at the time. So she mm-hmm. might remember getting the necklace and uh, mommy saying something nice, but she, uh, she at least knows mommy started off on a uh, I love you foot and um, just like I'm trying to do for Bella and Rosie, mommy wants to do for her.
1: So I know that like as teenagers they, They show appreciation here and there, but I know that deeply like, and they'll say it to me and maybe they'll say it to him eventually, but they really appreciate that we protect them Mm
2: -hmm.
1: more than other parents do in their surroundings. Bella will tell me sometimes. And so will Rosie. Well, I'm glad you did this. I'm glad you and Jesse did this. I'm glad you like, so they're going to see that as time goes by. Yes. We're not like all parents. That's a good we thing. are a little more protective.
0: Yeah. And that's
2: okay. <laughs> the, the teenagers have come to me a few times and said something along the lines of, like, my friends' parents don't do this to them. And I've looked at them as, like,
1: well, some parents suck. I feel like they <laughs> challenge us by saying that. So <laughs> yeah. then we can take on that challenge. Oh, we're going to protect oh, yeah. you even it's more. Like, really? <laughs> really?
2: You, you want me to be able to let you do whatever the heck you want to? No.
1: No. I, I yeah. love-
2: too much to
0: like. <laughs> so. and, and the thing about kids, no matter what age they are, they need yeah. to know that there are boundaries there. They'll test them to make sure that the boundary is still there. Yeah. But like, right? I
1: feel like it yeah. happens. Yeah.
0: And they feel, they, they feel safer. They feel safer when right. there's a boundary. Yeah.
1: They feel,
0: they feel safer when there's a wall, a wall that they yeah. can
2: touch. I got a few walls we got to build still. So we're working on it. Yeah. <laughs> There's still a few cracks in this one, but it's new.
1: So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It, it okay. the, it's settling. The foundation settling. They fill the cracks in. Yeah, not, not <laughs>
2: oh, they are. So. <laughs> everybody's right, so, you know, a socialist until they get a job and pay taxes. So.
0: Well, Bella just got her first job, so congratulations, her. She's now Woo! a taxpayer and
2: yep. she already
1: deposited her first check to her savings. Yep. So.
0: Very nice.
2: Can't wait
1: for her to have a license to drive
2: herself
0: to and from work. <laughs> Very nice. So, we're going to transition into uh, the first of the two final segments. Uh, this one, the uh, first one is called the interrogation. It's seven random questions that otherwise oh. wouldn't fit in our conversation. Uh, and uh, you guys will take turns answering each one because I want to hear both of you answer. And then we'll finish up with what I call the uh, wise counsel. For anyone that wants Ooh. to use their gifts, their talents, their passions for God's glory, uh, what would your wise counsel be? So we'll let that one marinate in the back of the mind for now. And uh, right now we'll do the interrogation. <clears throat> so first question, uh, what makes you guys laugh?
1: Jesse. No.
2: <laughs> um, just to... Just about anything humorous makes me chuckle a little bit. So I'm not, I'm not so picky. So yeah, it can sh- be the worst dad joke or a very long story that has no point to the end of it. Yeah. Wasting other people's time he is one of my to. favorites in youth group. I have a few stories I tell. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the end of it, the kids are like, wait, what? What was that? Was like, well, that's the end of the story. Good night, guys. I like, you just wasted an hour of my time. I was like, no, I didn't. Oh, you're going to bed. So, <laughs> got you sleepy is what I did.
1: Yeah, he likes so. to tease or patronize, or you know, <laughs> uh, me. It's like cute, very cute little things, fluffy things. <laughs> and uh, Jesse makes me laugh every day, and we laugh about comedy and laugh about a lot of videos. I mean, I have babies, or I'm going to have babies, so I laugh about babies a lot, so a no. lot. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: awesome yeah
1: oh and our girls have a great sense of humor so yep. yeah
0: <laughs> question number two what's your favorite comfort food
1: Comfort food. i would say uh
2: jambalaya is up there um it's got to be the right type of spicy but uh sitting down with a hot plate of uh drunk jambalaya it's it's comfort food for me
1: typically i would say tacos but I'm pregnant, and I love Asian food,
0: yeah.
1: and I like spicy food. <laughs> so, and it's kind of healthy, but, um, yeah. It's and, just a lot of salt.
2: Yeah. All that soy sauce and hoisin sauce and all that. Yeah.
1: yeah. So, helps right. you drink a lot of water. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Question number three, uh, with whom do you most identify in Scripture?
1: Hmm.
2: I, gotta think about that. I mean, I, uh, I don't like comparing it, but I kind of think it's sort of like a Paul. Because mm-hmm. that, like I said, that sort of prodigal thing that I had in there, like I knew the scriptures, I knew the Bible, I went off on it, away from it, and then I came back to it, and it was just so much better after realizing what the true... Meaning of the gospel was <coughs> fully oh. understanding it. Um, I'd probably say that would be the uh, <laughs> oh. Kimmy Schwartz, ha ha ha, Saul. Got, oh, got it. I just
1: right. got that. that. Was that Kimmy
2: or Eric? I don't know.
0: Is it? Kimmy Eric might it. It, was, it was either Eric right. on Kimmy's profile or it was Kimmy herself, yeah. our amazing RFK director.
2: Yeah, so I, I look at that first part of my life as being like Saul devoted to learning about the Lord and then that breakaway point where I just messed up and
1: God took me out of it. So um, for a short answer right now, I think sometimes I'm Mary and sometimes I'm a Martha.
2: Depends so. whose house we're at.
1: Right. My house, it's Martha. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> no.
2: It's our house. She wants to make sure the food's filled and everybody's got enough water. Yeah.
1: I mean, to simplify it. Yeah.
0: All right. Very good. Number four uh, What's a talent that you have that few people have seen? What's a
1: talent that few people have seen? At
0: this
2: church or
1: just in general?
0: In general. <coughs> in general.
1: Well, um, you don't play piano at
2: right? Thrive, but <laughs> uh, I, I don't consider piano playing much of a talent. Considering most people see me on drums, and I'm better at drums. Because, uh, yeah. Uh, not not as many people have uh, have seen me play sports, and I, I know I'm decent really? at it. Uh, I could I could probably pass for someone who frustrates uh, people who know how to play it well at least. Uh, but that, that'd probably be mine. The competitive nature of it.
1: Yeah. So, um, I love sports, but I've been pre- pregnant. So um, <laughs> I am capable. Um, so she can dunk. She's only five foot. <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> but um, man, a talent. I I love art and I just haven't. Um, I can problem solve pr- pretty quickly. Um, I do. I do like administration a lot, so.
2: I was going to say that uh, her administrative talent is amazing, and always makes me look better than I actually am. Aww. So she I can makes always me do look. Better, she but... makes me appear organized, and that's always nice. Nice. Yay! Yeah. Uh, many people may not realize just how much she puts into the youth group, so she does a great job.
0: Question number five Where would you most like to visit in this life?
2: Ireland.
1: Ireland. We just Ireland. said that the other day.
2: <laughs> Isn't Is
1: ever going to go to Ireland? I
2: think for me, I just want to go to Ireland because the accent. <laughs> yeah. I just want to hear people speaking it continually um, so I can perfect my own Irish accent.
1: Yeah. I think
2: she'd rather go because of the scenery. So.
1: Yes. I love hiking. I love sightseeing. Um, and I obviously always wanted to go to a few countries in this lifetime
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> question number 6 if you could go back and this is uh, either something that was really good and you just want to relive it or something you want to go back and fix either one if you could go back and relive a moment what is that moment
1: i think about fixing <laughs> <laughs> go back to relive, relive a, moment. a moment
2: what is that
1: moment <laughs> That's a good question. Um, I loved our wedding day. That so was a good day. That was big that was day. Day for me.
2: <laughs> uh, if I could go, if I could go back to our wedding day, I would have, I would have gotten two space heaters, not one. <laughs> <coughs> well, the forecast said the forecast said it was going to be thirty-one degrees. It was twenty,
1: and one mm-hmm. heater was not enough for that tent. Our engagement day was pretty amazing too. <laughs> but I was moody.
2: Oh, you were very yeah. moody.
1: I don't, if we could <laughs> yeah. fix that,
2: would be great. I yeah. almost didn't propose it. have fixed on that
1: my day. mood. Yeah.
2: That day was a rough one. I almost didn't propose I was, I was like, this is like, this is so tough to propose, and she's in such a bad mood. Why <laughs> does she say no? Just I was going through, through some early times. Yeah. 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 She was, was late rough. to three things that day, and she doesn't like being late. She's
0: taking it out on everything. Madonna, <laughs> I know you hate me right now, but will you take this ring?
2: Madonna, <laughs> today sucked. Can this make it
1: better? <laughs> it did. It's so much better.
0: <laughs> that was the best life group ever.
2: Yes. <laughs> was pretty
1: good. It was
0: a good group. Yeah, yeah that was my favorite. <laughs> nice. All right, final question of the interrogation. What is something you hope to accomplish in 2023?
2: Woo! A house! <laughs> like, like Thrive getting their home, we'd like ours. Mm-hmm. So we would love that. <coughs> <coughs> so yeah, the, um, we're looking for our permanent place, or at least a semi-permanent place to be and no longer rent. Yeah. So that that's kind of our what we would love to accomplish this year is to have that place that we can... Decorate Settle ourselves, down. paint our colors, make
1: it... Feel settled. Make
2: it our <laughs> home. There you it go. Our home.
1: So. Even though you're supposed to make your home where you are, we would like to have our own home.
2: Right. <laughs> We'd like to be done sojourning in the desert, so to speak.
0: Okay. So I hear that.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: All right, so the final, final question of every interview is, For anyone that wants to step up, use their gifts, their talents, their passions for God's glory, what would your wise counsel be for that person?
2: So, what I did, um, and it seemed to work pretty well for me, Um, when I saw there was a need, um, I just made myself available for it. Mm -hmm. Um, This was when I was uh, single. It was one of those uh, if God can use me, I'll let him use me sort of things. So if somebody's mentioned that they were having a hard time getting something done, I'm just going to say is there anything I can do to help? Um, Also knowing what your talents are. So I uh, I, I've said it a few times to many people, um, groups of people um, when it comes to worship on Sunday morning if I'm playing drums, that's when I feel like it's one of my truest forms of worshiping God, um, because, uh, I know he gave me a a decent gift for holding a rhythm, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but um, that's one of the ways that I believe I worship God like Mm -hmm. best on a Sunday morning, um, is Mm -hmm. using the talents he's given me to push it right back. Mm -hmm. Um, so know your talents and how you can push that towards God, Mm -hmm. um, And then also just making yourself available for those extracurricular moments. (laughs) So Mm. um, the the way I got into youth ministry, um, I was just telling my parents like, yeah, I mean if if somebody in the church comes and asks me to do something, if I can do it, I'll say yes. Mm -hmm. And it was a lock-in was the first thing I was invited to. Um, Our associate pastor came up and said, "Uh, we're having a lock-in for New Year's Eve. Um, It was like, two days before New Year's Eve or something like that on a Friday into Saturday. And he was like, uh, would you like to come and be a part of the lock-in? I didn't hesitate, which shocked him. I was like, yeah, sure, I got nothing else going on. <laughs> and he was like, wait, it was that easy? I was like, yep, cool. Mm-hmm. And I went and did that, and I was just hooked into the fun that I had with those kids. And I, I stayed up all night that night and played <laughs> games with the kids, made sure at least half of them were up all night. So then they went home, they slept all day Saturday for their parents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um... Yeah. But yeah, just uh, being available for it and knowing yeah. like knowing you can do something and if someone asks you to do it, yeah. uh, do it if you can. Mm-hmm. Um, and now that we're married, like I said, we had that mindset. It's like, oh, yeah, I can do it. It's like, wait, I haven't checked with my spouse yet if we can yeah. fit it in.
0: Mm-hmm. So,
2: but um, so Still saying yes a lot, but it's um, so making sure that we're not like saying yes on date night. Right, or when she was expecting me to do something yeah. <laughs> for the family. So.
1: Yeah. So, um, so as a single mom, and which I know Lisa, if she listens to this, she could relate. You try to dive in almost everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, you don't have to. <laughs> but um, so, uh, I I did youth group with Pastor Brian for a little while. Uh, off and on, and before that, with other churches, I was in, like, an acting group, I was in other groups, and kids ministry, and and, uh, nursery, so um, what I believe also, if it's on your heart to step up and serve more, uh, go to someone who is wise, and pray with them about it, and uh, then God will Connect you in the right way and, and where you're supposed to be. Um, I know a lot of times it's it's on someone's heart, and they they just keep putting it on the back burner until they step up and, and go pray about it with another uh, brother or sister in Christ. So um, <clears throat> so I I believe prayer would help. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. Good word. In
1: all things. In all things, pray, yeah. For sure. Um, yeah. yeah, but yeah, so you don't have to dive into everything. So.
0: <laughs> Good word. Well, guys, I appreciate you being on and sharing your story, and uh, I know that uh, the Lord used it, even if it's just the one person to bless them, to encourage them, that uh, that nothing is hopeless, that uh, God can redeem it. All you got to do is trust Him to do it. And uh, love your family. Congratulations to you both on uh, baby number two, Elijah, due in July, May, Uh, May. Oh, hopefully not July. (laughs) But uh, thank you all so much for for being on and for all that you do for the youth and for Thrive. You guys are invaluable and I just love doing life with you guys. Thank you. We do too.
1: We love you too, Dave. We love you.
0: All right, And for everybody watching, uh, join us next week. i uh, got two more special guests, another married couple. Uh, this is going to be uh, Billy and Katie Willis from Youth Woo! Alive Illinois. Uh, they're phenomenal. Got to hang out with uh, Billy this weekend at the uh, PK retreat, uh, play a little nine square with him. And uh, you know, they've got an awesome story. And what they're doing throughout Illinois and uh, bringing the gospel into public schools is phenomenal uh, through Youth Alive. So, Jesse and Lidana, you guys uh, get home to your kids. Uh, let, let the people at Panera clean up and uh, yeah. uh, we'll see you guys soon. Have a uh, have a great week. See
1: All you right. soon. Oh, yeah. Love right. you. And we'll
0: see everybody next week.